0: And welcome to a bonus episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Joining me, of course, is my co-host of Fired Up, Matt Dudek. Hey you there, and Matt, of course, is on Twitter at Grizz taco U, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Horizon RT and on Facebook at Horizon Roundtable. Um, we're We are doing this bonus episode because some news came about this week, and um, Matt, you want to take it away?
1: The NCAA and Cleveland State University should be ashamed of themselves, and I am officially declaring that I now hate Cleveland State University more than Detroit Mercy, and if you know anything about me, that's saying a lot, but I now wish – Only the worst things upon Cleveland State University after this news that Rashad Williams' waiver was declined or was denied. It is an absolute travesty for somebody who had all the evidence. This was not a runaway situation. I'll talk all about it. This is 100% on Cleveland State University for being petty children, and that comes down to your new AD, Scott Garrett, who wasn't even there for most of this. He's a petty child and should be absolutely ashamed of himself will he be no because he's at cleveland state and who really cares all said and none other than some of us at the horizon league but this is this is an absolute
0: joke hmm. okay
1: <laughs> wow so this so we're gonna I, get yes go on yeah.
0: go, go on go on go on so
1: basically here here's the information i have on this and you know it's been floating around there's been some articles Rashad Williams transferred from Cleveland State University, much like you know all of Cleveland State University. But Rashad was the first one, and Rashad wasn't transferring because he hated Cleveland State necessarily. He was transferring because he had a family medical issue, and I believe it's with his dad. Yes, not positive on that. Don't quote me, but that's what I've heard. Uh, his dad wasn't doing well, so Rashad wanted to transfer closer to home. For him, that meant going to Oakland University. Who did talk to him out of high school? He chose Cleveland State. Fine. Rashad had high major offers. If this was just the Rashad Williams doesn't like Cleveland State and wants to transfer much like you know Appleby ran away to Florida, mm-hmm. Rashad had high major offers. He didn't want high major offers. He wanted to be close to family. So he chose Oakland University. And much like everybody else who has to go through this waiver, you know, the new transfer waiver thing, you know, he applied. The difference is Cleveland State Cleveland State has not approved all their transfers which is not how this generally works you know we over at oakland you know we had norris run away for for no reason other than he was a freshman that didn't like it at oakland university greg campy he didn't deny that he approved it on his end which means that there's a chance braden norris might become eligible the ncaa still has the final say on that but campy is not going to make his life harder oakland university is not going to make his life harder same with james beck going to miami of ohio you know all these things but it seems, from what we've heard, and I've heard it from multiple places, that Cleveland State has, has denied all of these, making it even harder for the NCAA to approve these kids. There's been so many approvals in the NCAA. This transfer portal just opened up such the can of worms. But Cleveland State has made it tough on all of these students. That's why the, what is it, Dunn, the one that went to St. John's, She's that sat it. out a year already. He got denied. You know, we've got Williams getting denied. Cleveland State is becoming on everybody's shit list, and they're definitely at the top of mind
0: now. Okay, <laughs> um, well, um, I, I guess I should, as, as the resident Cleveland State guy, I guess I should say something about this, because um, literally nobody else is. Um, and that's the problem. The optics, yeah, well, the optics of this— there's, incident, there's one fan— I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just saying, that there seems to be one fan I'm convinced of the Scott Garrett Burner account.
0: Uh, he is not, by the way, no. Yeah, well, fine. He is not. (laughs) Um, The, it's, I I don't know what's going on, and I, the, the problem is that, the problem I have with all of this is the absolute silence. I mean, give us an explanation, give us an excuse, even if we don't, even if, you know, nobody likes it, at least we know what's out there, but that's not what happened here. Basically they're going you know basically Cleveland State is going about their day like none of this matters to them and maybe in their minds they they, they 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 it doesn't but the fact that you know you have so much anger not just with Oakland obviously St. John's has been given St. John's fans have been giving a uh, you know giving Scott Garrett the business as well I mean um and the New York Post actually tried to reach out, according to Zach Braziller, who's the, uh, who's the uh, college basketball writer at the New York Post, who's, who, uh, who, po- who wrote the story on uh, Rasheem Dunn's denial. He actually reached out to get some sort of explanation, some sort of comment, some sort of anything, and he got nothing. There was your opportunity right there to like at least get something on the record to do to actually you know have something would it be acceptable to anybody? money I'm gonna guess no but at least it would be out there instead you're you know it's this same code of silence that apparently permeates throughout Cleveland State University and has permeated through this stupid freaking institution for the last 50 goddamn years fucking say something anything I'm serious they I don't yeah, give it. He, he I don't,
1: can't I, say. What does he gonna say?
0: I don't care. Anything. Literally anything. I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, yes, I'm sure it's going to be. Again, I, it's not going to appease anybody, but at least it's out there. At least you know. At least we're not. You know. At least we're not in the in the situation where we wouldn't be in a situation where an entire institution is just wandering around, going about their business like nothing happened. A lot of things happened. You fired your coach in the middle of July. You should be bending over backwards to help these kids. Period. And you're and you're undercutting your head coach when you do that. When you you're undercutting your head coach because these kids are going to talk. And now he's got to now Dennis Gates and his coaching staff are going to have to go around, go on the recruiting trail. Your New York privileges have officially been revoked. I can guarantee you that. Good luck getting anybody out of New York City, right? Uh, g- getting out of the New York metropolitan area now. Good luck with that. You may have also burned Good Detroit, luck. which exactly. you've been getting all of your, which you've been getting all of your recruits from for the last decade and a half. So you don't well, know like what's going to happen and there. These
1: don't you know, like th- these kids and families talk. Yes. You burned. You burn that bridge, and you show that you don't care about student athletes. That you actually don't give a damn about them as humans. They're gonna talk. And you know what? I hope that every recruit that Gates got early is paying attention. And I hope that somewhere, you know, some, the the Williams family is talking to these recruits. Can, I hope the Dunn family is talking to these recruits.
0: Two, and you can expect two more of these because we still haven't gotten a decision for, um, haven't gotten a decision for Steph Kenich, at Chattanooga. You haven't gotten a decision for uh, Debaji Walker at UMass, and I am waiting for that one. Um, and maybe Tyree Appleby also applied uh, apply for a waiver, too. Or maybe three. And it's just going to keep going on and on and on. And and for what? Because, you, because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the only thing, if it was an isolated incident, if it was just denying Rashad Williams I could maybe see you know because Oakland is a because Oakland is a is a is a conference in conference school that maybe oh maybe I could see that maybe I could see that if it was just him and it was just Oakland maybe I could see that maybe C- considering that you know the situation surrounding him it would still be kind of bunk anyway but at least but it would be at least something there. What the, Rashim Dunn already sat out a year. A year. He did He did sat out a year. And you're and he's going to get denied because you know his institute, his former institution, which he didn't even play for, fired their coach, the guy he wanted to play for, in the middle of July, and he decided that he didn't want to deal with that. He didn't want to deal with he, it All goes back to that. It all goes back to one simple stated plain fact. You fired your coach in the middle of July. Period. And that and that should come with that that should come with some responsibility to the kids who don't want to be there. Who don't want to be there. And by the way, you had to beg to, uh, by the way, you had to beg to stay and they still Bounced on you, all but Jalen Hill. And so, and, and, to, and, and Spider Johnson. You didn't want to go play. I mean, what is it that, it's, it's uh, and I don't know. And again, this is again this. It's the silence that is an issue for me above everything else because at least you could try to explain. What the process is, and why you know you could did not uh, help deny that deny you had anything to do with it. I don't care. Just say something instead of sitting here watching uh, a, 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 instead of not you know going about your business and me sitting there watching every single freaking fan that of a team whose transfers have been, uh, waivers have been, uh, players have been denied transfer waivers take a big wet bite out of your ass that is a bad look that is a uh, that is a bad look for the university it's a bad look for my alma mater and i'm not and and it doesn't matter what the what the explanation is to me it just needs to be one anything Explain why – explain why you felt – explain why you fired Dennis Felton after the kids ran away.
1: You know, you look You're at still
0: doing that. We're four months later and it's still – still don't have an explanation for that.
1: This guy has no clue and he's made it obvious and he doesn't give a damn about his – about students. And again, I hope and that that's every that, student that,
0: – And that's the part that makes me uh, – and that's the narrative that's out there now. Is it true? Maybe, maybe not. But whatever, whatever you, whatever he has been doing in the last, whatever he's been doing in the last six months to kind of rebuild that, uh, to rebuild athletics, which basically was just a complacent, you know, which prior to him getting there was a complacent, uh, was a complacent pile of goo, and it was. For all the for all the work he's done in the last six months, the perception of this right here, it I mean, it, it's going to be out there now, and it, and I don't want to say it's going to erase everything he's done, but you know what? Could be.
1: If you look at because his Twitter bio,
0: the perception of it looks terrible. The perception that this, the, the perception that he does that he doesn't care about student athletes is an issue. I don't believe that he, I don't believe that, but that's what's out there now. And for for every single day that you're not saying something about it, not addressing it, not vehemently denying that you don't care about students, the narrative gets taken out of your hands and it gets in, it gets put in somebody else's hands, and that's what's happening right now. And that's the part I'm pissed off about.
1: His personal Twitter bio calls himself father, husband, sports fan, and director of athletics. He is not acting like a father. He's not acting, you know, like sports fan, maybe. A director of a- athletics, nope. But definitely the biggest one that shocks me is the first one. He calls himself a father. Man, you don't do this to kids. You don't treat people this way in your position. And then just and then just sit quietly. and I imagine just sitting smug somewhere, you know, having some nachos on his Sunday right now, like – you are an asshole. I don't understand. What...
0: I, I just don't under. I don't understand the silence. I just don't. I mean, what is it? What is it? Is there like a? Is there like a? a, a is there like an official Cleveland State administrators handbook where if if crap hits the fan, y'all just basically just you know that's been floating around that institution for fifty years. You know, is there a chapter saying so? You thi- so? The crap has hit the fan. Here's what you do. Point one, find a nice corner. Point two, step two, hide. Step three, keep hiding until everything blows over. I wish, and again, I wish this wasn't isolated. This is again the silence thing. Is it because you know that there's no local, there's no local news organization to actually question this at all? Is that why this is happening? You're not controlling the narrative. You're not. You think you are, but it's not happening. And now, you, and now you're in a situation where there's a, perce- there's a perception out there that you don't care about your student-athletes. You need to address that. You need to address that immediately. Because I don't believe that. I am, not, I, am not in the cam- I am not in that camp. I don't believe that you don't care. I believe that you do. But if you don't say anything, the, the, the belief or the, and the perception of the, the perception of you is not going to be in your hands. So you need to say something.
1: This is showing that they only care about the student athlete when they're wearing the Cleveland State logo they don't really care about the person and you know what that's that's what's going to be real obvious you know I saw an article the other day um you know uh it was a quarterback that Jim Harbaugh at Michigan had recruited and they just found a a heart defect in that kid he hasn't played it down yet yeah I think he's probably finishing his senior high school, they found a heart defect in that kid. They're going to honor their scholarship to him and make sure that he's got, you know, a school to go to. That's caring about a kid. And I'm not a big Jim Harbaugh person, but like that's an article that stood out to me. Like, okay, maybe he he does care about his student-athletes. That's not just something you say. This Cleveland State stuff, they don't care about their student-athlete. They cared about Rashad Williams when he was, you know, wearing Cleveland State green and white. But the minute he needed to go home to be with a sick family member, and, you know, the sick family member is there to prove it. They've got the documents and all that. Obviously Cleveland State doesn't care and the NCAA they don't care about anybody and they no, they've pretty much made that note. Yeah, so they're going
0: But and but the other thing they're too not gonna... and this is the part that just drives me crazy is like, yeah, I mean and it looks and again the, the it's the perception that's out there now. That's the perception. And many years ago, uh, many years ago a former Cleveland State athletic director, John Constantinos um, mm-hmm. Said something that you know, said said something to this tone of perception being reality. That was like twenty, you know, by nineteen ninety six he said that. Well, I mean, that that's the problem right here, and it's not gonna go away. In fact, again, it's going to perpetuate because you still have because the NCA still has to dole out more decisions on Kenich, on Walker, maybe on Appleby. And when you have fifty-some-odd transfers waivers getting approved, and then you don't, and you don't have yours getting approved, that looks kind of that looks weird. Chris vote got
1: approved to go across the river.
0: Something is up.
1: That that that's always going to be my bar line when Chris vote. Gets to go across the river to continue playing basketball with John Brandon. Obviously, NKU signed off on that. Good on NKU. Yeah. You know, like there was zero reason to approve that one, but that one got approved. And I guarantee the biggest factor was NKU said, "Hey, man, if you don't want to be here, you want to go play with your other coach." Yeah. Hey, good luck. And that's how you. That's how. That's what you do for a student athlete. That's being a stand-up institution. Good for you, NKU. You know, the Cleveland State they don't give a damn.
0: I uh, don't. It looks. It, it looks horrible. It looks horrible, and I mean, just and again, you can expect more of it. So make you know, make your next move, guys. You need to make the right one because obviously something's going on. But you fired your coach oh. in the middle of July. Period. You wanted kids had to scramble to get out of there. Kids were getting planning to scramble to get out of there because they didn't want to be there anymore. They don't want to be there anymore. That's great. Good luck in your future endeavors. But you're gonna to have to. But but the perception that you don't care, I, I I'm, I'm that's not sitting well with me. That's not sitting well with me at all. So you need to address this. Period. You have to. Because you're gonna. Because this is this is going to have long-term negative effects. For this institution, so if you don't hit this, so if you don't address this, it's going to fester and it's going to linger. It's going to linger beyond this season, in onto the recruiting trail and everything, everything that's that's associated with it. It could, aff- it could even affect. And honestly, it could probably affect not just. The, I mean, it, it could aff- it could affect all of your sports. That perception. Absolutely. And you can't, and you can't, and, you can't, and that, is, that is a step in the wrong direction. You've had, you've you put together, in six months, you put together a solid team. You've built this, you rebuilt this, this, this department that wasn't really, that was totally unorganized and totally unstructured because, you know, you had guys who were sitting there for about five or six years collecting, just collecting paychecks and making sure the books were balanced, not really doing a lot else, truthfully. You were able to, in the last six months, you've been able to turn those, you know, you've made the steps to turn it around. But this perception is now out there. And that's a problem. That's a major problem. And I see it it needs to, you need to, you need to address it. You don't want, you don't want all of your work in the last, for the last six months to end up getting just absolutely obliterated. You don't want to do that. I don't want to see you do that. I don't want to see that happen.
1: I got nothing, man. I I wish nothing but the most inconvenience upon Cleveland State. I never wish ill on them because that's bad karma, but I hope the showers don't work in the locker room for them and that the water's warm when they go to drink
0: it. Oh, God. Uh, all right. So with that said, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and close up this bonus episode. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, be sure to uh, also check out our student media forum. We got uh we've got that uh, we've got that as uh posted up as well, and you can you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on HorizonRoundtable.com, dot com, wherever you find podcasts on your app uh, on on your Amazon Google devices. So thanks for listening and say something, Free Rashad.
1: guys. Free Rashad.